Welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, ladies and gentlemen. Super Bowl in two weeks. We got Chiefs and Eagles. The Kelsey Bowl, L-A-K-A, the Andy Reid Bowl. If you think the NFL is rigged, go read a book. It's not, but it's kind of fucked up sometimes. And I'm loving all the money blowing it on the Eagles. I'll tell you why in a second. Here we go. Freestyle. Yeah! What a championship weekend. Who got more screwed? Niners betters or Bengals betters? Niners betters with injuries? Bengals betters with the refs? Worth a debate, definitely. Quite the weekend. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid on one leg. Get by at Arrowhead Stadium and survive. A tight game against the Bengals. Could have gone either way. Uh, And the NFC Championship game. Pretty over, pretty quick. I think the Eagles were the better team there. It was probably the better pick. However, we may never know. The game was kind of over. The NFL changed some rule where you can only really dress two quarterbacks now unless you want to waste a roster spot. Two quarterback injuries away, and there we have it. The Eagles came to play, make no mistake. Definitely a real victory. Was it a real blowout? We'll talk about it. Uh, thanks to everybody listening all over the world. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and vanagam. That's from Dune Valley Studios in the K-Dub of Ontario. And that's our boy, Weird Mike. Big Eagles fan this weekend. Uh, Big Eagles fan this weekend. All of our episodes brought to you by the wonderful people at Huck Media and our producer and co-host, our boy, Andy Mustache Twisting Huckle, who's heading down to Arizona, actually not for the Super Bowl, but for another bachelor party. This guy's got the best bachelor party schedule going post-COVID. Are you going to be down there for the... Are you going to be down there for the golf tournament, Huck? Is that the, the reason? No, that's the same weekend as the Super Bowl. Oh, you're going Super Bowl weekend? No, we're not going that weekend. Okay, the, sorry. The sorry. golf tournament is that same weekend as the Super Bowl. That's right. That's right. That, what a we, fucking... We specifically avoided that weekend. I bet. I like your um, style, Huck. I, and uh, I'd like to throw my name in the short list of any bales or last second. <laughs> I could put South America on hold for a nice Scottsdale guys trip any day of the week. Let me tell you. Noted. Uh, fuck, I do want to go to that golf tournament one day. And if the Bills were in it, we'd be rolling down to Arizona probably starting on Friday in Jordy's RV with fixed brakes. Um, yeah, a bunch of things happened this weekend. You know, when, when you're betting props and betting same game parlays, you know, one of the things you have to take into account is injuries. Uh, I, I do respect some of these sports books that are giving back uh, kind of the injury refunds. If that's the reason you lost your, like if you had Brock Purdy on your same game parlay and all you needed was him to throw a touchdown, that's the only reason you lost. FanDuel and a couple of the other sports books are giving refunds on that. Don't expect really? it though. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a new world, Mike. It's legal sports gambling mm-hmm. and they just want, they want, they want to hold customers. That's it. Yeah, they want, they want you to keep co- coming back. But he came they back know- into the game. Regardless, I'm just saying, like, even with other injuries like that in the previous weeks, like this has been happening and this is this this would have never happened pre legalization of any of this stuff. Let me throw in a moral question for you. So you said Brock Purdy to throw a touchdown. Some of those tickets got refunded, right? I believe so. Like, uh, I'm not I'm not don't quote me on that, but I know that like that's been in previous. Go ahead. So why would Brock Purdy interception? not be why because it's a negative bet is it no 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 that you know it, I mean? it, depending on your here's the the point I'm trying to make you is Brock Purdy bets some have been refunded I heard about it I don't know mm-hmm. which ones exactly right me neither but w- w- this is what I'm saying this is your gray Hugh remember season two and three live in the gray there's not just black and white yeah like why the fuck are you gonna return some of Brock Purdy money and not you, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm saying. It's it's yes or no. I think, well, no, no, no. Here's like, the thing. Here, here's the thing that bothers me more is like, it's the obvious injuries that are the ones that are getting refunded. Again, none of this bothers me because like, hey, give people their money back. I'm all about that. The sports books clean up. So if they're giving money back for customer retention, by all means. My point is don't expect it. And the other thing is, is you might have an injury that's not quite as important as like the quarterback. You might have a guy to get two tackles. You know, if you're like really into your props and that guy goes out like that shit's not getting refunded. So just my whole point of this is don't expect the refund betting props. And I'll talk about this more in my truth of the week, um, but betting props, you got to factor in that injury. That's why sometimes when it seems like free money, it's not. Um, I'll talk about this more in my truth of the week, but 
just watch out. I got screwed by Boyd. All right. I keep calling him Taj Boyd, but Tyler Boyd and the Bengals, Adam alternate yards, 50 yards. All right. Him and MVS would have been a lot of money. Uh, I should be upset about it, but honestly, I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. And sometimes when you win, you get really darn lucky. And when you lose, you get a little undarn undar- undar- lucky. And after 20 years or so, the emotions kind of go away and you're just like, well, that's the way she fucking goes. And when you win, you kind of chuckle to yourself. You're like, that's the way she fucking goes. But uh, Boyd hurts his knee on his second catch. First quarter he's 10 yards away. And that's the way she goes. Uh, one other thing that I want to talk about with props for a second is Nick Bosa. I had a straight bet on Nick Bosa to get one sack plus 340. Okay. Nick Bosa, one of the best edge rushers in the league. I know he's going up against a good tackle on the Eagles and it sure fucking looked like he got a sack, Mike. Okay. They did. They did a little RPO at the two yard, three yard, four yard line and are literally at the half yard line. uh, Bosa got a hold of Jalen hurts and almost got the safety. Sure. Looked like a sack. I think it was marked as a sack. They even fucking called it a sack on the network and it's not a sack. It was a tackle for a loss. Uh, So watch out for sacks specifically or any, any sort of prop bet. That is judged. All right. Yards aren't judged. They're measured. Touchdowns are touchdowns. Uh, completions are completions. You know, I'm borderline whether it's like a lateral or not. Oh, my God. There was a great lateral this weekend. We'll Yo, talk about is, that later. Is there another judged stat or is Sachs the only one? Sachs might be the only one. Maybe. Like at least in football. Um, assisted tackle. That, that's that's awesome. there we go. This is another one. So when you like and again, people bet tackles and sacks and stuff like that and just watch out for that stuff uh especially as we head head towards the super bowl there is a super bowl vig all right and if you are new to this sports betting thing probably don't even know what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) and if you don't well listen up because we might gonna talk about it for a second uh you might want to stay away. Look, I love props. I love making one prop that kind of covers all your other props that even bet that just gets you all your money back if you don't make any other bets you could just double your money every day. Uh, again, barring injury or barring a poor performance by your prop guy. Uh, however, I like to use that money and make much more low risk, high reward props and just try to, you know, if you win one of eight of those, pays for 40, and there you go. But uh, first touchdown specifically in the Super Bowl, people fucking love to bet it. And Vegas knows that. And what VIG means is that let's say there's 40 options for who could possibly score the first Super Bowl, right? The odds for each player aren't properly representing that there aren't properly representing that there's 40 different options that could happen, right? Um, it, it, it's like, you know, if Miles Sanders to score the first touchdown is call it plus 120. That would be fine odds if there was nine different options, not 40. I'm not saying Miles Sanders won't score the first touchdown. I'm not saying that's not an educated bet that he will. He's the running back on on a really great team that likes to score early in games. But football, of all the things that can happen, you should be getting better than plus 120, a lot better. And this is about value on this show. This isn't some Joe Blow show. We talk value here. All right, This is high-end gambling talk. So that value, you're not getting. So I'm not saying don't. Don't touch it, but just know that of all the bets in the Super Bowl, that one's screwing you the most on purpose because they know everyone likes to bet it. And there's 40 different options. But if you're looking at the odds, it would seem like there's 10. Mike. So at the Super Bowl party, don't drink the jug that says sucker juice. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Our huckster dial up the tile. Super Bowl sucker juice. (laughs) Big rampant. Okay. It's right. It's 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 sucker juice. I, I honestly don't know what else to call it. So be forewarned. Yeah. I said you. Anytime touchdown, you're still getting some vig, but at least it can happen anytime in the game. There's not there's not set. There could be twenty. There could be fifteen touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Right. There could only be one first touchdown, and the vig doesn't properly represent that. They're screwing you with value there. So this just in, Jeff's taking the over and the Super Bowl. <laughs> 15 touchdowns. Did you what is, what, you know what? The, I haven't actually, off the top of my head, I don't. Leslie, could, what? Could someone take a look? What is the over under? I saw that the spread's two. 
Eagles are currently favored by two points, which I'm loving, by the way. Tell us what you think about that, Jeff. Well, we have a new world, Mike. We have a new world where sports betting is so much more popular and the people throwing down major bets aren't necessarily sharp. I mean, they're look, they're sharps who like Philadelphia. I'm not saying that they don't. Okay. Philadelphia is a good football team and putting money on them to win the Super Bowl is not stupid money. Uh, but there is sharps now there's, there's big betters now that are not sharp betters necessarily who are throwing down 10,000 bucks. Cause they have millions on the team. They think it's going to win the Super Bowl. And you throw in some recency bias and just go back through the Super Bowls. Early money always comes in on the team that won by the greater deficit in the in the in their conference championship game. Yep. So the Eagles just beat the Niners 31 to 7. 31 to 7. Uh, you know, Chiefs on one leg just barely got by with some help from the referees to beat the Bengals. So, like, you know, if you if you're even if you're a sports fan who likes to bet, but like not crazy into the, the you know the shadowy sport sports gambling world that, that existed for fifty years before it's all come to light now. Uh, you want to you see the even bet? Oh my god, this team just won by thirty. This team just barely fucking won. I will take like just your instinct there. I will throw down the on the Eagles while it's even. So personally. Uh, I find in these big games, just going back, call it 40 years, uh, the better quarterback wins, let's say 60% of the time. And then you throw in all the other factors. And uh, at least I'm I'm definitely on the Chiefs. I, no, I'm not going to hide that. I'm not going to save it for a week. I'm on the Chiefs. And if this goes to three, if this goes to plus three and a half, if it, it won't. But if it does, that will be my biggest Super Bowl bet of all time. I'll say it right here. I just want two units on the Chiefs, and I'll throw down a lot more than that if it gets to three and a half. If it gets to three, I will for sure, but I could see it going back down towards one or one and a half. What do you think there, Michael? I think that the Eagles still haven't played that be-all, end-all Super Bowl that you're talking about. You, You talked about they didn't play against the Giants. They just blew them out. Mm-hmm. The Giants didn't come with their best foot. And we just saw the Niners come with zero feet. Like they didn't even finish the game with a limb. They were on their fifth limb, commonly known as the dong. <clears throat> so I think the extra week is really going to refocus them. I think everybody comes in healthy. And I think it is over. The over is 50, Jeff. I got, I got from Leslie here, 49 and a half. 40, okay, official line. You know, Weird Mike likes to round up. Thanks, Les. So. Keep in mind, there's no weather. It's in Arizona. Mike, also, what's the air? another judge stat is drops. Drops Ooh. is somewhat subjective. You, that's a great, that's a judge stat for sure, but I don't, I'm not even sure if you can bet on that. In the Super like, Bowl, you probably could. No. Yeah, you actually, you maybe could in the Super Bowl. Like how will this, will AJ Brown have over one and a half drops, and then like so, is it a drop or is it a broken up pass? Like, yeah, that's a weird thing too. That's a good point, Andy. So the desert, Arizona. You talk about over potential weather conditions. The desert has an arid um, climate, which can affect players. However, this is not your typical week. They're arriving on Tuesday. Come Sunday, they got plenty of time to acclimate. That's more of an issue coming in and having played the week before in on Saturday, out on Monday. So, but uh, Glendale stadium, university of Phoenix stadium, whatever the hell they're calling it, the big speed stick there, the red zone, um, historically slick track, poor footing, lots of slips, lots of college games, bowl games decided on a, a cornerback slipping. Interesting. It's not because it's not homegrown. I took the stadium tour in Arizona. I've been to that stadium. It's it's and turf, right? It's turf. No, it's grass, but they grow the grass outside and they roll it in. Oh, it's so grass. It's, 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 I won't, I'll stop short of calling it a hybrid, but it's got a synthetic feel. So a lot of cleats are confused by it. Okay. And I remember on my stadium tour, I asked the guy if they're going to roll the field in. 
And he's like, no, we're not doing that today. And I'm like, Michelle, let's roll. Get the fuck out of here. This is the whole reason I took the tour. <laughs> the grass roll in. And I thought we'd be able to go on it, you know, because even then I heard about it was a slick track. Yeah. Because I remember a, a Buckeye uh, ball game. Or it was called. Anyway, something to keep an eye on. I think that lends itself to the over, truth be told. Yeah. More busted tackles, offense knowing where. Anyway, um, I wonder if they must have self-awareness, eh? Like the grounds crew and, and, the, and the field, like they got to be, they got to fix this by now, no? Right? Like <laughs> that stadium tour was 13 years ago. <laughs> hey, you know, I either way, it's indoors. So I think for Kansas City specifically, that'll be nice to get out of like minus four temperatures. Yep. Like that was a, like you, that was a cold battle they, they were just in. And the battle is kind of what I want to talk about next. The Eagles have, have not, had like the Eagles defense specifically, they have not had a drive against them that has really like mattered all year. As in, like, as I mean, they all they all matter, but it's not like they've had a drive like where yo, we don't shut this down, like our season's over. They haven't been close to that, you know. Like the NFC Championship game, they score first. Brock Purdy tears his UCL. Uh Josh Johnson gets a concussion. And like, okay, like the, as in, I'm not saying they didn't play great. They, they they win that game. I think if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt, the Eagles still win. Not a fake win, but a fake blowout. You know, the, the, the Niners D played good. Jalen Hurts didn't play that great. Blowout. Well said. So not a fake win, but a fake blowout. So just keep yes. that in mind. Like against a healthy Niners quarterback situation, let's say the Eagles win that by a touchdown. Um. I just don't think that this, like the, the Giants game, they, they, they have not been under pressure yet, really, besides like start of the game pressure, but they have, they're not necessarily battle tested in like, oh my God, like if we don't, you know, if we don't stop this drive, like it's over. And they're going up against, you know, the best quarterback on earth and the probably the best offensive coach on earth and throwing the defensive coach who's got two weeks to prepare for a Jalen Hurts with an aching shoulder. This is the same Steve Spagnolo who took the Giants, who were battle tested, going into overtime, minus two Fahrenheit against the Green Bay Packers, and going up against the Steelers, who smoked everybody on the way to the championship game. Uh, uh, you're kind of talking me into. I'm digging up the stats here. When was the last time they played a real quarterback? Would have been, I guess, Dak Prescott. But that was that was Minshew, and that was like. Again, we're talking maybe losing the division. Like, that's a different kind of pressure. They're cruising in first place. They got Minshew in. As in, they'd have to lose three straight to lose the division. Dallas would have to win three straight. Like, is that that's not equivalent to so what the what the Bengals game. what what the what the Chiefs defense just went up against with the Bengals? Like, so many of those drives were like that's a war. You're going to have to go back to November 27th, Packers Eagles 4033, where there was a real tilt. You know, a like, real A plus quarterback. I remember that game. Football ain't supposed um, to be this easy, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very discouraging. There's a lot of Justin Field, Daniel Jones here three times. Fuck. <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, Dalton. Dalton. <laughs> They lost to Dalton, by the way. <laughs> um, oh shit! See, I, like I said, I, I was I was Philly gang gang because the kid was gonna cough it up, not because I'm gangrene, not because I'm grease and poles. Although you did see Bradley Cooper in the owner's box. He looks like he's. Mornings. I hope all you guys thought of me <laughs> when I said that. I fucking nailed it. I nailed I, that game right to the celebrity appearances. Guy's career took off when he stopped drinking. I was reading about him like maybe yeah. six months ago, right? He just he was a big alcoholic in his early early Hollywood days. Mm. Stops drinking, becomes you know the Bradley Cooper that we all know, basically from Hangover to Oscars with a bunch of great movies in between. Um, you know, fell in love with Lady Gaga in front of all of our eyes. Either way, I don't know about you. Looked like he was back on the fucking wagon during that Eagles game. He looked like he'd been up for about three days. So <clears throat> I I thought it was dead, but Brady back to the Bay is alive and well because yeah. they just want somebody that can play. The kid's out six months at six best. Six months. 
Yeah. At best. And also, Trey Lance broke his fibula. He ain't coming back anytime soon. But fibula. Who, care, who cares about Trey? Trey is done. Okay. <laughs> We've already moved on. I know. I'm okay. saying like he's still in the quarterback. Everybody's room. forgotten about Trey. Okay. Although Jimmy looking A plus on the sideline there, boy. Let me tell you. How about um, him smiling so much? They're yeah, down. I didn't like that. I didn't like no. that. Bad luck. Bad luck. Of course, Jimmy. it's a bad luck. Um, so now Brock. The Niners, hey, you know what John Lynch is going to tell him? Take a year and a half, kid. No rush, okay? No rush. So Brady back there, because that division kind of just fell apart. It went from being super amazing to yeah. kind of awful. Like Seattle's still just average. You know what? They max win the same games last year. Same. Yeah, they're not Arizona's as bad as people thought, but they ain't that good. Arizona's coaches in Thailand and fucking the guy's video gamer of the year, their QB, the Rams got their ring people talking retirement Stafford maybe got one bullet left in his chamber all of a sudden that division is looking like a fucking peaches and roses man yeah they just so, won it with Brock Purdy like it can't be that hard <laughs> I, I you know what the, the kid still hasn't laid the egg like when's it gonna happen three years from now fuck they will I don't know man he's he's got he's got to hit full puberty like it was fucking as as I was watching them warm up, I was like, I don't know if I'm pumped about betting on this kid. Like he just looks like a kid in a man's game right now. Niners get, excuse me, Niners got incredibly lucky all three times with their horrible quarterback decisions and play because the injury to Brock, you, you can't hang the kid out to dry. He didn't. It was not on him. He even risked his life and career to come back in in the <laughs> third quarter. Like that's what kind of sport he was. So, and then anyway, Trey with the injury. So Niners got just, you think they should get Tom? If Tom, yeah, yes, I do. What's what better one year plan do you have? It Tom's better than your, than whatever plan that is. Okay. So let's play the connection game. You ready, Jeff? Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay or to San Francisco. Yep. And that means Jimmy Garoppolo goes where? He retires. Because he's okay. he's very self aware. Well, where way to end the game, Jeff? Sorry. Okay. How about this? Game. Okay. I was trying to play with you. Okay. Sorry. Game's over, everybody. Next <laughs> I'm time. sorry. Hucks, you got something? <laughs> it's okay. Because it's it's not even bad if Purdy bracks up Brady. Hey, we've you know where he goes? Brock is Brady. You know where he goes? You know where he goes? It's too late, Jeff. Okay. He's going to Dallas to be the backup quarterback. All right. Jerry Jones gets a little Niner knowledge. Give me everything you got. I'll give you $2 million extra dollars. You could fucking bring the playbook. All right. He's the backup think... somewhere. That's, that's, that's my call on Jimmy. But well, either way, I think they should bring in Tom. Uh, and now that with this Brock injury, I think that's the, that's opened the door right up. You got a team that makes the final four and I could be quarterback. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you got the goat, even at 46 years old, let me tell you, he stays more fucking healthy than the rest of your quarterbacks, and that's what that's one important step. Uh, yeah, the best ability is availability. Indeed, uh, the NFL is rigged. Was trending on Twitter last night, like in yes. over the of course, I like all of the United States. The number four thing on Twitter was the NFL is rigged. We're not going to spend too much time on this. It's fucking not. Okay, if you ever waste one one thirteen second period of your life texting that into a group chat texting that to a friend, or even worse, putting that out for the world to read, just know that any educated person thinks you're stupid. All right? Uh, It's incredibly hard to rig sports events. Uh, It it has happened, okay? Juventus with soccer, that uh, one ref who was rigging the Sacramento Kings-Lakers game. So I'm not saying it doesn't happen, all right? But NFL football in particular, the amount of moving parts, the amount of things that are going on, okay? Just read a fucking book, everybody. It's not rigged. It's really, really hard to referee. Let's give the refs some credit here. I'm not saying that they didn't fuck up last night a couple different times, all right? But it's a hard thing. We're, we're seeing it in slow motion at like 100 and, or How many frames per second are we watching this, Leslie? In? I don't know, a fuck ton. 60. 60 frames per second. Thank you. Maybe Hawk. more. Okay? These guys are old refs. It's fucking four degrees out there, and they've been running for four hours. Yeah. It's a little bit hard sometimes to get it right. And 
try not to get too hard, mad at the refs. If it's 2020, you shouldn't leave it in the refs' hands. And I'm mad at refs too when I lose. I get it. But I've never been one to say ever that it's rigged. Because it's not. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. I don't know if you guys have any. There we'll should be, the, my first initial thought is they got to clean up the fucking sidelines at an NFL game. This isn't the Rose Bowl. You don't need 3,800 people on the grass surrounding the field. Okay? That's that's number one. Bosa almost got clipped and, and, and didn't return. He did Talking get clipped. Yeah. He, he almost, that was, he's going to be standing there regardless. What are you going to do? Put him no, in okay, the dressing room? I'm just saying there was, there was another sideline issue. The issue on the sideline is they need to have more room. A, how about safety, safety, safety. Very simple rule can be in place. But I think there should be a second color on the sideline where if both feet are on that color, that's when you throw the flag because now with the speed and the angle and the amount of money and the amount, look, the guy doesn't take the penalty. The Bengals go to the Super Bowl. Their franchise gains 800 more million dollars worth of net revenue, right? So let's take that four hour, 60 year old dude that's been running around in four degree weather yep. who we love and is, you know, God bless him. He's going to make a mistake here. Or there. I'm not even saying it was a mistake. What I'm saying, it's impossible to throw the flag, yay or nay, if you don't have a definitive, right? Put a second color. You get the, you get the white, one foot, you get the yellow, second foot. Everybody else, back the fuck off. Give everybody a, a red hat or some sort of signal that they can be there. Did you see he ran into, man? There was agents. There was hangers on. Like, it was... Oh my God! The the, the one coach like the, it's funny too because the announcers, man. I thought Jim and Tony did a pretty good job. The 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 NFC Championship game was a disaster of announcing yes. and just the production of it was disaster. They first of all, none of them pick up that Devonta Smith probably dropped that ball. He is Fox's camera is on him. He's just gotten up from a fourth and three, thirty yard catch in a very important game, and he is immediately looking at his team, obviously signaling to them. We need to do so. We need to hunt this fast. Like I, we don't, you don't need to be a, a Philadelphia Eagle staff member to understand that he thinks that he might not have caught that. And they run up to the line. A, I did this big video, how Kyle Shanahan was going to out coach Sirianni. And in what that one instant, I was wrong. <laughs> and, and, and then the announcer Olsen and Burkhart don't even talk about it. They're like, what a catch. What? No, no one's bringing up how they ran to the line and just hunted it and basically wasted it down to obviously skip the replay. So Olsen and Mur- Burkhart miss it. Uh, they go to they go to commercial after the quick down, and then they and then they come back, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we were they're kind of looking at each other in the booth, like, oh, I'm not sure why Devonta Smith's running up to because they didn't catch the ball. Why do you fucking think he's doing that?" So, anyway, I was mad at Shanahan for not throwing the flag, and then I was mad at the announcers for just a, just totally missing this very key part of the game. And then when they came back to it, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, he didn't throw the flag. It looks like he might have dropped that. And they bring in fucking Sterator, and he's like, yeah, he definitely dropped it. And then they're like, wow, that might be important, and then moved on. Whereas like Buck and to- and Troy would have been like. App, like spent two minutes analyzing this mistake because that's how much it deserved to be analyzed. Anyway, so um, it's Pereira on Fox. Sorry, Pereira. Yes. Yeah. Um, you talk about Steratore. He's now in the booth with Nance and Romo the Batty. He's looking like the uncle that never used to get invited. That's yeah. happy to be back at the Christmas party. They're it's him in a lot. weird, man. He never stares at the camera. He just gives you the side profile. He's got his hands in his pocket the whole time. Like he's going to go out for a smoke. Also, the smile it's, he has on his face. Was, I'm like, this guy's was, four cocktails deep every game. <laughs> like it's man. You're right. Fox Fox needs to get better. Like they need to just have some inflection and be like, hey, we gave him a shot. They didn't do it. Right. Maybe they're going to double Brady's offer to get him in the fucking booth. It was awful. <laughs> this is John. This is John Madden's Fox NFL Sunday. All right. Fucking. Is that their best set of commentators? Yeah. 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 Troy and Troy and Jim or jo, Troy and Joe left. They let Troy and Joe leave and they just promoted Olsen, paired him with Burkhart and like, like, hey, hey, you're number one now. 
So and who's, who's doing the Super Bowl? Those Lord Olson. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to watch it with an orchestra playing. <laughs> or honestly, like, play the radio at our party here. Like, just the, the, the um, what's that radio station, Mike? West, uh, Westwood One. West Westwood Hall. One announcers will be way better. Yeah, that's some, you're listening to Westwood One. Oh, that's amazing. When, when I was driving across, go ahead, sorry. I was just, you mentioned Super Bowl party. And uh, I want to remind everybody to enjoy theirs and <clears throat> select your party carefully. Don't be mad at the host for not providing what you wanted. It's not on them. It's on you to know what you want for the big game. Okay. I'm tired of people going to other people's houses and banging on the host. Hey, that host opened their house to you. If you knew what it was going to be. So be aware you know, I, I'm, I am that person, but I'm aware and will avoid the situation. Me, said it a couple times on the show, biggest game of the year. Want to watch it with my diehards. Last game of the year, I always get a little emotional knowing that I'm not going to be betting this kind of big money for a few months, right? You only sprinkle on the playoffs and madness and et cetera. But um, as far as your significant other, that's your problem, Okay. <laughs> That's your problem in the nicest possible way. By the way, I probably like your significant other and I, I look forward to the next encounter, but it's, it's your problem on Super Bowl Sunday. Don't make it mine or anybody else's. Okay. Just, just, just un- like, you know, if you go to a Super Bowl party, just make sure, you know, that it, you, yeah. As Mike said, like, well, you know, you know what you're getting into. If you're going to a party where like 70% are non-football people, don't expect everyone to shut up and just listen to the announcement and like Correct. listen to the volume, you know? Uh, yeah, you might even have like some big long halftime where the TV gets turned off. Like just know what you're getting fucking into. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Rihanna this year. The, the halftime is going to be, uh, halftime is going to be lit. Um, <clears throat> by the way, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you saw this, but we had a good old hook and ladder courtesy of Andy Reid. And the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's not just. I'll just there's a little method to this madness. It's because Travis Kelsey, he's been running that little stop route for eight yards for for eight years. All right, mm-hmm. he's they line him up seven different ways. He does a little curl or a stop route, and it's like their go-to. Back in the day, you know, he used to get not double covered, and these could turn into a lot more yards after the catch. So this is Andy Reid's way of just putting it in these safety and linebackers and cornerbacks minds that because he did it again in like in the third quarter, he caught one and then he like almost looked and McKinnon was over there again. And what it did was three plays later, they threw him again. Okay. And the, the, the nickelback who was in between like the wide receiver and Kelsey paused so instead of coming over to help with the tackle, because that's what Andy Reid's realizing, it takes two guys to tackle my, my tight end. So if I can freeze that other guy for a second with because I put a lateral on tape or hook and lateral on tape, that's 10 yards yards after catch maybe because one guy can't tackle Kelsey. Uh, just interesting stuff from an offensive genius. Also a guy who loves laterals. Yeah, love it. Love it. One of my favorite Super Bowl bets uh... – players to throw touchdown passes two and a half will there be a third uh a philly special yeah uh if you will an antoine randall l a tebow a wildcat oh they, they, it's tasty. also just if there's a quarterback injury you know like, and chad henny's got to come in and throw one chad yeah. henny how about that quarterback like injury. i was thinking about your interception bet right and i was like oh like it would have been better if I mean, they ended up throwing four passes for the game. Like, it was a fucking joke. But it would have been better to, if this was even an option, to take the Eagles to win and then a 49ers, the 49ers to throw an interception rather than, like, Brock Purdy specifically. But, I mean, that's all retrospect. No, they, so. don't, they don't offer. I, the, I don't think they offer that. You're right. No, it's it's because it's a personalized stat. Well, also, there's a little VIG there, right? Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's them. As them getting you, like everyone who took Brock Purdy interceptions, right? Like if if there's, let's say we live in the real world, there's no refunds going down. That's how they get you. All right, Josh Johnson can throw seven picks. Like you know, it doesn't matter. No one took that. Yeah. So there was a lot of boost. Uh, Jalen didn't throw for his yards. He didn't throw one touchdown. 
Uh, there was a lot of CMC got his lot. boost. Everything stayed under. CMC got his boost. There was a touchdown boost for him on, I believe it was DraftKings and FanDuel. $25 max, but wish she goes. So you're leaning under and Chiefs, yeah? No, not not leaning anywhere on the total sorry, yet. Sorry, sorry, leaning over and Chiefs. Leaning. Yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs, especially if I can get a plus three, holy shit, like, or two and a half, and I can, if I can buy the half point for not too much, but that that half point will be very expensive. So hopefully it just goes there. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna focus more again. We'll give you a give you the same game parlay and some some of our favorite props definitely in next week's episode. But in this week's truth of the week, we're just gonna talk about why the big big whale sharp betters of the world don't necessarily bet props as much as you would think because sometimes you're like, yo, this is fucking free money. Why not? This week's truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Back when I first started getting into this, like when I started writing the the blog that I used to write on on uh, on Facebook, I don't even remember what it was fucking called. Um, but I used to write like I was giving away hockey picks and football picks and like a Facebook blog. And I started listening to shows because it was just radio shows back then. There wasn't podcasts and reading blogs from some of the real guys in Vegas who were moving all these you know, moving all this money around. And I early on loved props. Anyone who's been hanging out with me, watching football for, you know, since college, uh, I've been, I've been loving props and making, making an honest, making a Kanish living off props, almost as like a part-time job. But I also understand the risk after 20 years of doing this. Uh, there's, you know, there's, the re- there's a reason that big, big whale batters mostly stick to totals and sides. As in like picking who's going to win the game and whether it'll go over or under. And that's because after, you know, if you do this for 50 fucking years, you've seen it all. Everything, everything can happen to a sporting event. Flu bug, streakers, fucking anything can happen. Random injuries here and there. And one of the old cliches is the stadium could get nuked after kickoff. And there will still be a final score. (laughs) And there will be an over or under as in the game will be zero, zero. The underdog will cover and the under will hit anything can happen. And there will still one side will still cover. And when the over or under will still, one of them will win. And that's kind of uh, what I was talking about. There's this ladder thing going on on TikTok and Instagram. I'm actually a big fan of it. Guys taking low level base props, Grouping it all together, kind of like Cousin Sal does with college football. If you don't follow Cousin Sal, he's been doing this for years where he takes his best bet of the week often will be five or six, like five enormous favorites, like Alabama to beat Lafayette, Georgia to beat Duke. Times that by three or four games, and you eventually come up with an even bet. So you're with, he, he'll risk 500 to win 500 on these five enormous money lines. Uh, and this, there's this guy on this ladder challenge, basically doing the same thing, but with props and then kind of got, it's an old system, but if you're new to betting, uh, you can do it. Basically you just double your money every day until you get to 10,000, but he's doing it with really low level alternate props. And the, the re, there's just, this is a kind of a word to the wise to everybody. Cause I, the guy's marketing it genius. He's got 132,000 sub- subscribers on YouTube. And I think a month ago he had 40. So I'm writing some of this down learning. And next year we're going to do our own little version of the ladder challenge to just double your money every week. Basically just from social media stuff. When I tell people, Hey, here's a prop bet. That's going to double your money this Sunday. Maybe you'll get 10% of my ceiling of interactions on social media. I'll put out a $50 ticket that wins two grand and it might missed by one or two but my whole thing is if you play 10 of those and you win one it pays for 40 um that gets like 80 percent. like is in this the interactions go way up um so i just didn't know people were as interested in just you know taking ten dollars and to win 20 and that's how you want to spend your sunday but hey learning and we will uh do something like that next season but a word to the wise there's a reason the sharps don't play a 35 leg parlay over the course of 10 days <laughs> injuries all right injuries twisted ankle hamstring the fucking get you so i don't have the stones to tell somebody to take hey here's that four grand we just won i want you to put it all on player a b c and d and e to get like a low level amount of points because i've been doing this for 20 years and injuries get you i'm gonna bank 1500 of that 
and put, you know, 400, 500 on this thing you're telling me to do. But uh, that's kind of the way I, I feel like Kanish talking to a whole bunch of Matt Damons. All right. Don't throw those three stacks of high society all on the table. All right. Put two in your pocket. Play with one. Don't let that MSG fuck up your head, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, I love love that movie. But yeah, I've been conditioned it for a long time, folks. It's a part-time job of mine. So with props, because I love props, I like to do the low 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 risk, high reward props because injuries can fuck you. And I'd rather lose the low risk part than not. And I like I'd be absolutely crushed if I ever threw down two grand on a on a couple of props and the guy twists an ankle. So I like to do low risk, high reward props. I'll pick one prop to kind of make all my money back. But if you want to stack just with props over and over again, just beware those twisted ankles and fucking hamstrings get you. Good luck, everybody. Uh, and just watch out uh, for uh, for something that feels like free money because props, I've been there. I've been looking at OBJ props the Super Bowl last year and a quarter into it, we were fucking there. We were going to win two grand. All right. And then this thing called turf happened. OBJ didn't even get hit by anyone. He just kind of turned backwards a little bit to catch a pass. And that was it. And he didn't play at all this year. He hasn't, he hasn't done anything since. He hasn't even been back. No. That was his last play. Plane. Yeah. Picked up a plane for refusing to put on his fucking seatbelt. Like, oh, man. <laughs> anyway, that's the truth of the week. Just beware. And I, But I'm, I'm, I'm into this challenge step, too. And we're going to revig some of our social media and get our YouTube going next year. Because this is a good idea. We're going to do it with football. And we're going to do it a little better. Giddy up. I um I can't wait for next year, Jeff. <laughs> I can't wait. You know what I realized? This some mea culpa here. Full weird Mike. Pull the curtain back. I fucking like week seven more than I like the playoffs. I like week 13 more than I like the Super Bowl. I like being able to dig into a matchup that I can rip apart and really get behind. That's spread. I mean, the injury aside... I feel like the chance of it being rigged, I'm not using that word, but that word was clearly used. It was trending. Everybody's saying it. <laughs> well, the chance of that happening week seven, Jags, Texans, is far <laughs> less probable than it happening, um, you know, championship Sunday, right? And I mentioned the AFC South on purpose, Jeff. You won our bet with the playoff yeah. podium. 100 bucks. Two and one this week versus one and two. We'll have picks next for you next week, but that's 200 total. I'll pay it forward to the show. You let me know. Oh, wow. That hurt. That came up from the bottom. <laughs> so um, I, I, I found my, my attention waning in the AFC title game. There was a moment where I realized where I cared more about a game that happened at the one o'clock set in week seven. And no, I think it was Panthers saints that I just got really behind and it made me smile and made me realize how invested I am. And I'm, of course I'm watching everything. This is just the evolution of a, of a heavy better. I really up my units this year, man. I was fucking at the next level. And I realized that I don't want to do that in the biggest of games. And I'm going to lay a big bet in the Super Bowl because I'm a D-Gen and, you know, that's just what you do. And I got the money in the role to do it. But as far as caring or really, I don't know, it, 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 it hit me. And this weekend in between is the worst two weeks of my fucking year. As I wait anxiously for this final moment, the payoff. I, of course, I want to win and see who's going to happen, but just. Just something that I noticed with the larger dollars. And when it's amplified more, I wonder if real whales feel the same way. I'm, I'm not comparing myself, but I wonder if, if, if they, no, they do about I'm telling you on this game. Yeah. I've, I li- like, I, I listened to a lot of the pregame podcasts with Fezzik, the guy who won Westgate twice, me and Mattis yeah. talk about this a bunch. Oh no, no, no. And I'm with him. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite week of the NFL year is week one. Week fucking one, because it's. I love the speculation, like seeing things that others don't. Like I, I'd rather get 
my Giants and Seahawks picks right, then then get this Super Bowl right. Because mm. we both, everyone, the whole world knows these two teams are good. One of them's going to win. All right. It's not some crazy bold call to say either team will win. Um, but to, you can be bold before week one. And you can, as, as Fezzik and, you know, betters like yourself who like to lay the lumber, you'd rather just have more things to pick from. If I want to fucking lay down on Jags, yeah. Texans. Yeah. Hey, but also I just like seeing things that, that, uh, that everyone else isn't seeing. That's my favorite thing about doing this show. This is my, this is the reason we started this. Um, so week yeah, six. I'm with you. I love week. week I love week one. Week six. I love the most. Oh, week one. When Hux, everyone... What's your favorite week? I don't know. I don't have a favorite week. I don't think never really favorite. thought about it like that. Interesting. Weird. Mike asked a lot of questions that you've never thought about before, which is coincidentally, why you probably don't want me at your Super Bowl party either, because I will probably have made the biggest bet. And I just want to know what's in your egg salad or why your potato salad tastes the way it does. I just think that you, any party, any party you walk into, especially with, with like, if we're big gambling on something like football, you should just have like a warning for people. Like, Hey, <laughs> at some point, the pants that I'm wearing will be up above my titties. Okay. There might be a random coat or a hat just hanging around here somewhere, and I'm, I'm going to put it on in some sort of funny way, <laughs> and it's going to affect my betting. So no one touch that hat after. Um, also, if anybody adjusts the volume besides me of this television anywhere past the second half, we're going to have some words. And Regardless uh, of whose home it is. And if I have brought a female in any way to this party, expect one and a half fights with us. Uh, over, over, over. Book yeah, yeah. You bet that shit. Booked the over. That was. I think Colin put that on his prop sheet one <laughs> one year. <laughs> and blow ups. But happy watching you. Know, all kidding aside, all that. It's not jaded. Just, just reflections of a remarkably intense season for me. Uh, as I count up the dollars and get excited for the big game, that's all going to shift. All right. Um, so yeah. What do you got Let's for set- us, you? Let's give people uh, kind of the best bet that's in your head. Is in like with a gun to your head right now. I'm not saying pick the game, but like you you have one bet for the Super Bowl. As in, someone just gave you a thousand bucks, but you have you have to put it all on on one thing. It could be a long shot. You just want to win some money back. You want to guarantee. What would you put that thousand dollars on right now? If you is in some genie showed up. Here's a thousand bucks. You can make one bet. You got thirty seconds to decide. What are you doing? Over Mahomes, one and a half touchdowns. Ooh. I believe the current odds for that are minus two oh five. The Whoa. odds was not part of the part of the metaphorical question, so I do like that. That was that's a lot of odds. <laughs> hey, hey it's, it's, that's a great quarterback, you know. <laughs> and you, same gun. Uh I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs point total. I believe it's 23 and a half. Uh, but I'd probably I'd probably take the chief spread. That's just me right now. I'll I, I got Spagnola with two weeks to prepare for a, a, a above, above average quarterback, but not necessarily like a rock star. Um I got two weeks for Mahomes to heal his ankle and those receivers to get hopefully a little bit less banged up. And uh we'll see. But I just Don't wasn't you. as impressed with Jalen Hurts in in this Niners game. Uh, the Niners defense actually did a pretty darn good job on them. Brock Purdy, or sorry, Josh Johnson drops a shotgun pass or a shock, like drops a shotgun hut. And then like, so that went from 14, seven to 21, seven pretty quick. Just some, you know, again, not a fake win, but a fake blowout. So I think throw in the fact that you got Jalen hurts first super bowl. Most of this, this Eagles coaching staff, first super bowl business as usual for the chiefs. So, the last time the Super Bowl was in Glendale, I correctly predicted the score, 28-24, Patriots-Seahawks. How about that? Marshawn Lynch. So I'll be I'll be conjuring up next week, big Super Bowl edition next week. I'm going to spit out a couple of final scores for you. Coincidentally, I believe that might have been the absolute birth of the NFL is rigged, that Super Bowl, that play. Uh, every, every Seattle Seahawk better. 
Why? Because no, that was they copped to the bad call. It's just a, that was just I don't know how that would be rigged. People are stupid, Mike. They, like as in the rigged conspiracy does not just rest with referees. Like it's like as in no, no, no it's so rigged that they made no. they made him throw it on the one yard line. I'm telling That's, you, like. Oh yeah, my gosh. people are dumb. Um, by the way, we've, we've been loving all the uh, extra attention we've been getting on social media from everybody. Our followers have gone up. Our interactions, we had 4,000 interactions last week. So thanks, everyone, for just following along with our contest with Storyteller Logger. Our playoff squad contest is tight at the top. we got Ashley Sutton, Joey Krempa, Ian Starkman, and Andrew Bedford all within one touchdown of each other. Uh, I believe this uh, Rim McGregor is right there as well, and some more. We'll post the standings this week. So thank you to Storyteller for providing six cases of beer for each of our playoff contests. Shout out to Rob McDonald, our leader going into last week. I didn't give him a shout out on the podcast. Uh, he's my boy. I was at his wedding at Steam Whistle. One of the funnest guys in the world. And uh, a true hero. Uh, and check out Team I Will on uh, Instagram, Facebook, or any social media stuff. Big running charity, raising money for uh, the Toronto Rehab Foundation. I think I got Yo, that right. That's uh, that's awesome. And I've been spitting out some baby cat material that's been getting re- retweeted and reposted. I got a modeling offer from somebody through Bet Openly on his retweet. So Gino... You know, this guy's got married. Got a, he's feeling our love. Like, yeah, you never hey, know who's watching the watchers. He was big Niners fan. Shout out to Bet Openly. Um, we partnered up with them years ago. They are a betting exchange. 1% juice. Win more, lose less. Check, go to betopenly.com. We got our three winners from our pick six contest. Christian Hernandez, Mike Mattisbacker, and Corey Quinlan. They'll be getting some Bet Openly money before the Super Bowl. Thanks for playing, and thanks for dominating. Uh, we had some great handicappers who were listening to this show. It, our, our top 20 had great records. So very impressed. You too, Hawk. Fucking kicking ass, bud. Yeah, <laughs> not so good sh- in the playoffs. Tell us to shut up more, man. If, if you're handicapping, it's better than us. <laughs> Go Titans. <laughs> Trey Lance. There's some Trey Lance whispers about your Titans there, Hawk. What? The Titans want Trey Lance? I don't Apparently, want Trey the- Lance. Well, no. the Titans just hired the assistant GM from San Francisco. Give me Lamar. And, and apparently he was like the guy who was really heavy on Trey. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Why don't why don't the Titans go and get the general equipment manager from North Dakota State? The guy who put the pregame meals together for Trey Lance for the nine college games that he played. And they get him drafted. Top ten overall. Huck just said, why don't we go get Lamar? Lamar's going somewhere. John Harbaugh said 200% he's staying with the Ravens. And in, in, in John Harbaugh asshole like language, it. that sure sounds like they're going to franchise him to me, right? Like, as in, like, regardless of how this negotiation goes, we're fucking franchising him. Can they do that? Yeah. He, oh, twice. then they're for sure going to do that. They could do it twice. What they Even if do he's it, a free agent, you can franchise tag him? He's not a free agent yet. He's in his oh. fifth year of his rookie contract. Oh, he's getting franchised for sure. Or sorry, his fifth year is over, but they can basically the they can exclusive they can, franchise him or just franchise him, and it's different uh, depending mm-hmm. on how many draft picks they would like. If they franchise him, I think another team could come in, and then it would cost them two draft picks. I'm not sure which exactly which one, but yeah, sounds yeah. like sounds like when when kind of like an offer out, sheet in the NHL. Yes, yeah, same type of deal. I think uh, Miami's going to want him. Big deep ball, fast dudes, nobody getting underthrown. He wants to go to Miami. He wants to go to Miami. He's a Florida boy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I mean, not as a Bills fan and, you know, the rest of the league, but he goes there, he'll have a fire lit up his ass. He's an owner that will overpay as well. He he wants Deshaun Watson's contract plus interest, apparently. That's what he wants, like more guaranteed money. Yeah, he wants Deshaun's money with his penis in his pants. Okay. <laughs> Underline the key sentence. Speaking of penises, I'm not sure if you guys saw this. This is like two weeks ago. If VOG was still on the show, he would have brought this up right away. Shut up, Brent Waits, wherever you are. We love you, bud. But uh, two weeks ago, I think, like right after the football games, and uh, I'm gonna, what's his name? Um, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown on Snapchat. On Snapchat, put out a video of of this girl, apparently the the, the mother of his children, 
going down on him on Snapchat. And he's got like a million followers. Like Snapchat banned him. Fucking CTE, bro. He's lost his fucking mind. Anyway, Sounds like it. I, I, I did not know as I was going through, you know, my normal sort of Monday morning football banter, like reading the Monday morning quarterback and train of thoughts on SI.com and all these other things that eventually I would come across Antonio Brown's cock. But I did. It was black. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm... <laughs> I was just about to springboard into a 48 hour football detox. That's what I'm going to do after this episode and just sort of reflect on the season that was because it was every Sunday from Labor Day. Like I wake up looking at the lines, looking at injury reports, you know, and this is the first time my foot's off the gas. So before I spit out those final scores, before I spit out my weird pick final one of the year, I'm going to take a full 48 hour football sabbatical launched by antonio brown's bbc as you just mentioned also just in case anyone thought it was fake or whatever his girl the girl in the video went on twitter being like yeah like he's crazy what do you want me to do like i i asked snapchat to take it down they didn't like it's it's all fucked up so it was all all real um anyway by the way we were talking about social media. Uh, follow us at Hughes Talking. You can follow Weird Mike at Weird MIC. You can follow Huck Media at Huck Media. And uh, I was going to put some more videos because, uh, we, you know, Huck sends the video over of our podcast recording. And I shared the one clip. I was about to share another a great sort of three-way conversation that we we're all having about the neutral site championship game. You might have heard it if you listen to episode 144. And then I had to text Mike because I was about to post it. And I'm like, Mike, Fucking munching your nails through this entire conversation, bro. Oh, I'm just Lord. trying to, I'm trying to save you. I couldn't do it to you, you know. So uh, I sent you the videos. You. Huck, I sent him the videos. I'm like, buddy, this. Let's uh, let's keep that out of your mouth. Hey, we all got our own little, you know, ha- ticks and vices, but that's why you didn't get more videos last week. Look who's talkers. Well, I I apologize, everyone, because <laughs> I think I know what you were gonna share. And uh, yeah, me chomping on my nails as a nervous better is probably the worst of me. So I appreciate you, Jeff. Yo, it's honestly, it's okay. And we, everyone's got a thing. I'm gonna, I've, I've hosted over, shit, probably over 2,000 events throughout my life, okay? Let's say half of them, let's call it half of them, half of them have been done in a wet fucking bathing suit. All right, for, for SWS or Muskoka Flyboard or Red Bull or all Team LTD, all these little winter events. Hawk, do you remember like the the Wild Water Kingdom party that we did? All right, like it's a lot of shit back in the day with hosting on a microphone in a wet bathing suit, and you know you get a little, you get starts to itch a little bit, like from just the wetness and the dampness. So I'll be, I got you know, you got used to kind of adjusting my balls while I'm announcing. Well, that nervous tick turned into something that I did while announcing fucking weddings <laughs> or announcing other major events where I am not in. in a uh, wet bathing suit and there's absolutely no excuse for it so i'll keep my hands off my nuts you keep your nails out of your mouth and we'll post more videos how about that i'll bring uh, i'll bring the uh, tour sweep my nervous tick on tour jeff with the mic is i sweep my hair even when it doesn't need to be swept oh yeah i've seen you do that <laughs> i say huck's laughing because he's like oh my god you never stop sweeping your hair weird mike <laughs> So microphone's in my hand. I do the hair sweep. Jeff grabs his balls. Huck Huck twists his musty, bro. Back when when Huck had the biggest mustache I'd ever seen. This was in China. It was in in November, and it was enormous. It used to, like, it would blow in the wind. Like, it would slow him down on the motorcycles. And and every time I talked about it, you just start, just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, just... Like, you know what mustache people do? You kind of stretch it like I like I, people do with their eyebrows before a date. I used to catch myself like chewing on it or like playing with my tongue. <laughs> what the Chinese people think of that? They liked it. They liked it. They they, they, they loved, loved everything. They loved everything. Everything we did, man. It was it was a weird, a weird, heavenly, stinky, never truly sunny place where you got away with fucking everything. <laughs> you want you want to know how sad I get? post football 
I just booked a trip to South America to fucking get my mind off and occupied with something other than football. All right. If you think I feel sorry for you for booking an amazing trip to South America with the thousands of dollars that you've been winning on your football bets, I, I, I don't. I know. I didn't ask for sympathy. I just talked I about the real sadness that's looming. Felt the egg, that. the egg loomed and hatched, and the sadness will loom and hatch. You know, probably well, Valentine's Day. Fuck. Well, uh, well, Huck Daddy's in Arizona golfing with uh with the Bachelor and his boys and our and our boy Everett. How you doing, Everett? Um, and you're down in South America. I'll be uh, at Blue Mountain hosting the Big Air Show with uh sws and then the fine people at blue Mountain. so come on out mid march to collingwood you'll have me on the mic and a bunch of awesome snowboarders and skiers hitting a ramp at night it's awesome shit um yeah so i got the chiefs if they go to three three and a half i will be all over it before our next podcast with as they say ticket in hand because if it goes to three or three and a half it won't be there long so watch out for that if you are on the Chiefs, and I will try to talk you into it. But again, you do as you will with your own dough. Um, but I like uh, I like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid to get this one done. Uh, shout out to Betstamp. Uh, check download the Betstamp app. Use the code Hughes Talking, all one word. H U S Talking. If you can't spell that, I'm surprised you can do life. Um, yeah, it's a really sweet way to track your bets give you the best line of like 15 different sports books that you can use in Ontario. And it'll tell you the best line, especially leading up to the Super Bowl. You can check it out. And uh, yeah. Also big shout out to team LTD for providing the prizing for our regular season contest. Go to team Also, if you want a sponsor or ad read uh, or some sponsored content in our social media stuff, or during our show, you can DM at Hughes talking at Huck media or at weird Mike and uh talk about it uh because we're gonna have a big super bowl episode a lot of super bowl stuff coming up so you might want to get in there if you got a small business or a big business uh the truth of the week is watch out for props because injuries do happen that's why the sharps don't play them as much the whole building could get nuked but there will still be an under and a zero zero tie which would go to the underdog (laughs) any last thoughts there mike no, enjoy your uh, week before the week. Keep an eye on the line. I suggest all you diehards to just take a half a step back. Don't rush to the betting window. Even if you have an idea, uh, let it sit. If it moves up a few points either way, it's not more important than you winning that bet. So take a half a step back in the next few days. Hope you enjoyed the show and get ready for a massive Super Bowl and some more information and more laughs and more follows. Thanks, everybody. Also, it will be good to find out what's going on with a lot of these injuries. So you give it a couple of days because let's say you're picking a guy to score the first touchdown. We talked about this. Stay away. But I know you're, I know you're going to anyway. Um, or anytime touchdowns or yards. You want to know how many options that Mahomes has specifically because of those receiver injuries and just injuries in total. So if you're betting sides and totals, Hey, if you see a good line, take it. But for props, I'd fucking wait a little bit. All right, see how these injuries pan out. Uh, Big shout out to the CCC, the Canadian Concussion Center, Toronto Western Hospital. Get your noggin checked out. In honor of our buddy Ryan Elder, we're trying to raise awareness for anyone who's dealing with concussion symptoms and concussion syndromes. Get it checked out. Toronto Western Hospital's got one of the best, CCC. Also, we're going to do a Super Bowl contest, the same one we did last year. If we come up with a better one uh, in between now and then, we'll announce it on social media. Again, follow us on TikTok at Hughes Talking, Instagram at Hughes Talking. Uh, Last year, basically for a Team LTD hoodie, send in one prop bet. And the one that's the biggest underdog odds that hits wins. That's it. You don't even have to show me your bet. Just send, send me the prop. And if it hits, it hits. You don't have to bet on it. Free contest. We're all about free contests here at Look Who's Talking. we got some great partners to roll with it. So the biggest underdog bet that hits. Uh, big shout out to Rodney Winchester, a.k.a. Gunner, who won our won the uh, won the contest last year. Still a Look Who's Talker. We love you. We find with Look Who's Talkers. Once you become one, you stay one. Me and Mike aren't right all the time. Huck's right almost all the time, as long as the Titans win. And we love you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a part of this five and a half year experience of Look Who's Talking onward and fucking upward.
I learned it from the ladder guy. Genius. Anyway, uh, and if we shut the huck up. Go Titans. You heard it here first. Trey Lance, the Titans. All right, folks. See you later. Have fun. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.